Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, praisechapellasvegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. God bless you guys. Amen. God is good. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. We are in the love series. Amen. And I have ministered on on so far during our series. uh, The first message was on to love first. We have to learn to love first. Last week, amen, was on the loveless church and getting back on loving God and loving each other as we did in the beginning. And remembering our first love. Come somebody say amen. And doing the things that we did at first. Amen. But it says there in Revelation on the scripture I use that we need to go. We need to repent. Otherwise Jesus is going to come and remove the lampstand from the church. And tonight I want to minister. Do you really love? Do you really love? Uh if I ask that question, all you guys will say, yeah, I love. We all say that we love, amen, but our actions at times say different. Somebody say hello. Amen. A quote from somebody says this, for God to teach you real love, he must bring unlovely people into your lives. Don't look at them right now, amen. <laughs> Don't look at them right now. <laughs> In order for God to teach you real love, he must bring unlovely people into your life. In 1 John chapter 4, 7 through 8, it says this, Dear friends, let us continue to love one another, for love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God. But anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. Amen. The question remains, amen, do you really love? I really want you to think about that today as I minister the word. Do we really love? And sometimes we we just say yes, and we really don't know what that really, really means. And today I want to bring an understanding to that. But the question is, do you really love? Amen. Because if we truly love God, how many love God in this place? Let me see your hands if you love the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on. It's pretty much we're here and we love God. Amen. And if you don't really love God, you're just, you're just going to raise your hand because everybody else is doing it. You don't want to be the one with the hand down. Hallelujah. You know, praise the Lord. But, but in reality, we're here because we do love God, right? There, there's, 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 we're here because there, we believe. We're, we're here because we, we know of the sacrifice of a son that laid down his life for us. We believe on the cross of Calvary, amen. We believe that the blood of Jesus set us free, amen. We believe that he resurrected from the dead, amen. So it, it, we, re, we were here because we love God. But we say we love God, but then we say, but well, I don't like that dude over there. <laughs> or I don't like her. Or I don't like them. Come on. But if we say we love God, and I want you to follow me, tell your neighbor, follow him. 
Come on, tell your other neighbor, put the seatbelt on. Because <laughs> we're going somewhere, amen. I don't want nobody jumping out, amen, or nobody getting in an accident here, amen. But if we truly say that we love God, then, then we ought to love each other. Can somebody say amen? Hallelujah. I mean, how can we be loving God and not liking or hating, right? It just doesn't go, amen. How many know that love is important? Right? Love's important, amen. But love is usually thought as a feeling, right? We think if you, if you feel love or, or you, or, or you have those little goose bumps or whatever you go through, amen, we think that's love, amen, right? It's like when you drink that, 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 that soda you like, and you're like, oh, I love Coke, amen, or, or man, I love that double, double, right? When you bite into it, you think that's love, right? We, we think it's an emotion. We think it's a feeling, amen. It's like when you, I want you to go back when you had your first crush. My first crush is still here, amen. Hallelujah. Woo, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> My first crush is still here, amen. But I want you to remember that first crush, amen. Uh, you had these feelings, you had all these emotions running through your body, and you thought in your mind, oh, I am so in love. But in reality, there was a bunch of hormones that woke up and you started lusting, not loving. Come on, let's just get real, amen, hallelujah. Those emotions started coming. We started to mix those emotions and what we felt as love when it really wasn't love because we really didn't know how to love. Are you following me? Listen, church. In reality, love is a choice and an action, not just a feeling. All right? It's a love and an action and not just a feeling. It shows right here in 1 Corinthians 13 what love is. So I'm going to give you the really definition of love. Amen. And then I'm going to ask you the question, do you really love? Okay. You ready? Somebody say, I'm, I'm ready, Pastor. I'll start with the first one. I'll just start right there in the first one. Love is patient. <laughs> Come on. Do you really love? <laughs> Come on. Love is patient. Come on. We got any patient people in the house. Amen. Come on, this, 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 this be real, guys. This be real. Come on, love is patience. How many know that your patience will be tested? But can you love when people are making you impatient? Right there, right there. Do you really love? Love is patient. Love is kind. Come on. Now you're all happy and smile. Yeah, yeah I'm kind. <laughs> Bunch of liars. No, <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> All right, hey, hey, I'm loving you guys. I'm loving you guys, but I got love with the truth, right? Come on, let's just be real. Come on. We, we fail in some of these first two right now. There's a lot of people that don't have patience, amen? And when they don't have patience, they don't show love. They're <laughs> and they're not kind. Amen? Love is not jealous. Ooh. Do you really love? Hallelujah. Come on. Or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable. And listen, love keeps no records of being wrong. Come on, let me ask you a question again. Do you really love? Come on. Because we're good at keeping some things in our back pocket when somebody has wronged us. 
And if you're keeping it in the back pocket, guess what? You're only loving the way you want to love. But listen, I'm asking the question, right? Do you really love? And so I'm asking these questions here that we got to really align ourselves. Amen. I got to work on patience. Come on, somebody say amen. I got to work on jealousy. I got to work on being proud or rude and all these other things. God, I really need to work on letting things go. And loving my brother, loving my sister, loving my spouse, loving my children, loving whatever. I'm not keeping no records of wrong if you really love. Love goes on to say, it does not rejoice in injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love, listen, never gives up. And never loses faith. It's always hopeful. And it endures, listen, through every circumstance. If you really love. Now God, somebody say God. God is the source of our love. He loved us so much that he sacrificed his son Jesus for us. Jesus is the example of what it means to love. Everything he did in life and death was out of love, church. The Holy Spirit gives us, listen, the power to love like this. On the things that I explained, the things I just read in 1 Corinthians 13, he's the one that gives us the power to love. Amen? Hallelujah. So, Without his help, we'll only love certain people. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. Without his power, we're we're just going to love those that we like, those that we love, those that are common, those that look like us, those that like the things that we like, those that that walk the way we walk, that talk the way we talk, amen. Those are the people that we're going to really love, amen, without the Holy Spirit's help. That's why there's a lot of division and hatred in the world today. Why? Because there's no love. They only love their group. They only love their kind of people. They only love certain kinds of people. So this is here. If we really want to love without God, that's who we are, church. We're going to love the same way the world loves, amen. But when we get saved, amen, the the Holy Spirit comes and he gives us the power to love those that we didn't love before, amen, and help us to love better. Can somebody say amen? amen? As long as he lives in our hearts. And as he's living in our hearts, church, he will make us more and more like Jesus. God's love always involves a choice and an action. You have to choose to love, not just say, I love you. I can say that all day to my wife. I love you, babe. I love you. I love you. Love you. But if I have no actions behind that word, those words, it means nothing. My actions will come in how I treat her. The actions will come out of of the emotions that she gives me, amen, when I'm walking in the store and I say, you know what, she'll like those flowers. I'm going to get her those because I'm so in love with her. I'll pass by the creamers and I go, oh, my wife, <laughs> she likes this creamer. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get that for her. Yeah, yeah. 
Love causes you to do things in action, church. When you are in love and you really love a person, then it causes action behind the words that you say. Not just saying, I love you. And sometimes our spouses have to ask each other, babe, do you love me? You know I love you. And that's our response, but there's no action behind it. Come on. Amen. I'm going to start fights today. I'm going to start fights today with marriages. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Some of you guys are going like this. Ah, see, see. You got to. Come on. You, 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 you have to choose to love, not just in the words, amen, but it must be displayed in your actions in how we treat one another. Amen. And this not only includes the, the family church. Because some of you guys can put on some good love when you're in the church. But when you get home, the wife don't see that. Your children don't see that. Come on, uh, come on. Your neighbors across the street don't see that. Amen. Your co-workers don't see that love. Amen. But we can put on our love. Amen. And just play the part and say, hey, I love you, bro. Oh, me cae gordo ese. Come on, we may not read your mind, amen, but I'm here to let you know that God reads that mind. Hallelujah. Come on, we, we can't be saying those things. We can't be saying, I love God, amen, yet we don't love each other. Because it's displayed in our actions. When you love a brother, you love a sister, it's going to be displayed in an action. You're going to do something nice for that person. You're going to say something nice to that person because there's love there. Amen. It can be in a matter of a hug. You know, you can feel it in a hug, church. Amen. Come on, if that, that, that brother says he's hugging you, say, I love you. You can say, no, you don't. <laughs> Come on, you can feel if it's not love or not. Or it can just be out of action because I'm in church and so I'm going to be Mr. Nice Guy. I'm going to show that I am a Christian. But it should be part of who you are, period in your actions, in the things that you do. Can somebody say amen? Amen. There's a quote from D.L. Moody, amen. This is to the men in the house. If a man does not treat his wife right, I don't want to hear him talk about Christianity. The wives are clapping, amen. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. I got one for the women. No, I'm just playing. (laughs) I'm just playing. Come on, it's it's the truth, amen. If a man does not treat his wife right, I don't want him to talk about anything about Christianity to me. Come on, it has to be done and displayed in action if we really love church. John says in uh, John chapter uh, 1, John 4, 8, it says, God is love, not love is God. God is love. Say that with me. God is love. Love. God is love. Not God is, not, not, not love is God. Amen. The world, the world's view of love is very shallow. Amen. It's very selfish. The world thinks love is what makes a person feels good all in the inside. And, 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 it, and let me tell you, church, it's okay. You got to understand it's okay to make sacrifices. Even, listen, even in moral principles are in order to get that love. They think as long as it makes you feel good, I'll do, I'll sacrifice, and I even, I even compromise on my moral principles to get it. That isn't real love. It's the exact opposite. 
Real love is like God, who is holy, just, and perfect. If we truly love God, he will love us, and we will love as he does. First John 4, 16 says this, we know how much God loves us, and we have put our trust in his love. God is love, and all who live in his love live in God, and God lives in them. So if we love and we display the love of God, we, we see how much he loves us, amen. We put our trust in his love, amen. And we know that God is love and that all that, that live in his kind of love live in God and God lives in them. And so if we're walking in love then it truly shows that God's inside of us. Can somebody say amen? You got to understand church, we are commanded to love. We are commanded to love. 1 John chapter 5, verse 1 to 3 says this, Everyone who believes that Jesus Christ, or Jesus is the Christ, and, and become, has become a child of God. And anyone who loves the Father loves his children too. We know, uh, we know that we love God's children if we love God and obey his commandments. Loving God means keeping his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. Burdensome. So that when we come, become a Christian church, we become part of God's family. Turn around. This is your family. Say, what's up, family? What's up? What's up? <laughs> now, that, that, that's an automatic. Once you, once you come into the house of God and once you become a father, once you, you become a Christian, a disciple, you automatically become part of God's family. We are fellow brothers and sisters, believers, amen. Everyone here, you're my brother, you're my sister, amen. Come on, we're, we're part of, we're family. And it is God, listen, it is God and only God who determines who he will bring into the house. Not you. You can invite people and you usually invite people that you like you don't usually invite people that you don't like. <laughs> Come on, let's just get real. Come on, that guy in the work that just gets on your nerves, that person's not getting invited. You're like passing out flyers to, to Easter and say, oh, not you. <laughs> uh, no, Come on. It's not up to you who God brings into this house, church. Uh, sometimes he will bring in enemies of your past in this house. Come on, somebody. Come on. Sometimes you'll bring that old connection that you still owe money to. <laughs> Woo, come on. Come on. You, you walk right in. You're like this. <laughs> Is he still here? Come on. We see that, 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 that enemy. We see that, that old connection. Amen. And they walk into this place or someone or something that someone did to you. Amen. And they walk into this place. Amen. Or, or that person, amen, that gets on your nerves. Amen. Come on. Walks into this place. You don't decide who God brings into this house. Amen. Come on. God is funny like that, but you're supposed to love that person still. If you're here and you're established and God is moving in your life, then whoever walks into those doors, God brought him in to heal you and to heal them. Come on. We are part of God's family. Can somebody say amen? amen. I trip out on God sometimes. He's funny. How what he does and how he makes things work out in our lives and fix us, guys. We say we love until he brings somebody that you don't love in. Do you really love? Okay, I'm going to bring that dude. I'm going to bring her in. I'm going to bring them in. 
And all of a sudden, you're flowing. Everything's all good. And all of a sudden, oh, they're here. <laughs> Your worship changes. You're not staying afterwards after church. You're the first one to leave. Come on. Got to love church. See, the question is, do you really love? We're saying, yeah, I love God, I love God. And all of a sudden he said, okay, let's see if you really do that. And he'll bring people into your lives to test your love. Not to break your church, not to punish you, but to change you. And say, you know what, bro? The past is the past. God changed my heart. He loved me. He forgave my sins. Amen. And I love you. And I hope Jesus does the same for you. We got to change these things in our minds. Amen. If we are going to move forward and and we're going to continue to be part of God's family, can somebody say amen? amen? It determines. He determines who he brings in church. We are simply called to accept and to love whoever walks through those doors. Doesn't matter who they are, what color they are, who old, young, old, doesn't matter. They're, uh, whatever, whatever the passes that they come in with, amen. We are to love. Can somebody say amen? amen? Come on, whoever the Lord brings into this house, amen. You can't just say, Pastor, Pastor, come here, Pastor, please. Can you ask him to leave? I will never do that, church. John 14, 15 says, if you love me, do we love him? Raise your hand one more time. Because he has to see it. Come on. He already knows, but come on. This, this is something to the devil. If you love me, keep my commands. Keep my commands. When we think of the word command, come on, let's just be serious. We think of someone bossing Bossing us around, right? Someone lording over us, amen. We hear the, the word command. I command you to don't do this. I com- you know, we, we put these commands out, amen. Sometimes we can be commanded to do something on the job or commanded to, to, to do something as a, as a, as a, uh, uh, from a dad, from a mom. I command you to go do this, do that, whatever, whatever it is, amen. We can say this word, amen. And naturally, our flesh rises up at that word. It says, don't tell me what to do. Come on. We become rebellious when we are told what to do. Or I command you to do this, amen. It's in our nature, church. Rebellion is in our nature. It's like God saying, obey my commands or else. And for some people, that's what they hear. But listen, God is never against us. God is always for us. This is his promise and encouragement for you and I, church. And we need to cross over in this kind of thinking. That when, when we're least reading these words that we're, we're forced to do something that we're, we don't want to do, amen. But he said, if you follow these commands and if you really love me, you'll, you'll do what I say. And you will prove to this world that you're my disciples. By following the commands and by loving one another. Amen? His word says that he'll never leave us nor forsake us as long as we obey his commandments and we trust in him. Romans chapter 8, 31 says, What then? 
shall we say in response to these things, if God is for us, who can come against us? God has always been for us, church. And the gift of salvation is for everyone because he loves everyone. Everyone. Come on, somebody. God's purpose is to conform us to Jesus. Amen. Jesus loves people. Jesus loves you. Somebody say, say, Jesus loves me. Come on. Doesn't that feel good that you're loved? To feel love, amen. He loves you. He sacrificed his life for you. It didn't matter who you were. You were his worst enemy, amen, but he still loved you. He still loved you. Come on, even on the cross, amen. Uh, come on, the thief that was on the cross, he still loved and reached out to him. And he says, today you'll be in paradise. This is the love of God, amen, despite of what the world sees uh, as, a, as a thief or, or a murderer or whatever it is on the outside of the world is judging. Uh, God looks at the heart and says, you know what? Uh, I love you. Uh, I'll die for you. Uh, and today you'll be in paradise, amen. Your sins are forgiven, son. Uh, come on, that has to be something inside of you. Say, man, God, you love me that much that you don't, despite of what I did, he knows everything that you did. He chooses to love you. And he proved it in an action by dying for you and laying his life down for you. Commandments are not something that we just live by. Come on. You, 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 you can't just say, well, sis, I'm commanded to forgive you, so I forgive you. Because God says, I got to do that. I got to love you because God says, I love you, so I got I, I to love you. You know, we, this is not something that, this is not how we are supposed to do at church. Commandments, listen, commandments are to be learned from, to be protected by, to be molded by, and to be expressed through. And to be reminded that his commands have been fulfilled by Jesus in us. We, say I, I. we are to love God. That is your job. That is your duty. Just love God. And God will take care of the rest. Fall in love with the creator and God will do the rest. Love him for who he is and God will do the rest. Love his nature and love him who his character is. Love, fall in love with God and he'll do the rest, church. Fall in love with God and he'll take care of any circumstances that you face in life. It's the love of God, church. His grace, his mercy, is everything. Fall in love with God. Matthew chapter 22, 37 to 39 says this. Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all. Somebody say all. All your heart. And with all your soul and with all your mind, this is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. Come on, you're supposed to love the Lord with everything. Somebody say everything. Come on, listen, the more you and I can love God, the more we can love each other. Come on, somebody. You have to love him with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind. 
Come on, you cannot do it half-hearted. You cannot give him a third of your heart. You cannot give him a quarter of your soul. You cannot give him just a piece of your mind. Amen. He wants the whole enchilada. Hallelujah. He wants everything from you. Come on, none of you. Let me tell you, none of you go to a restaurant and say, I'd like a quarter enchilada, please. Yeah, I'd like a third of rice and a quarter of beans. You're lying. <laughs> Come on, if I want enchiladas, I want the whole enchilada, and I don't want to share it. That, that, that's the whole enchilada. That one's mine. God wants the whole. He don't want a piece of you. He don't want a quarter of you. He don't want just sometimes of you. He don't want a part-time you. He wants the whole thing you, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days, and even leap year. Hallelujah. He wants you. Hallelujah. He don't want to share you. He wants all of you. He wants you to love him with all you got. Jesus is telling us here, if we truly love God, if we truly love our neighbor, then we will naturally, listen, naturally keep his commandments. Come on, if we really love God, we have no problem forgiving somebody. If we truly love God, we have no problem loving and loving other people. There is no problem in doing the things that he's telling us to do. If we truly love him, those commandments inside our lives, we naturally do. Because the love of God is inside of us. And you got to think back of who you were before he saved you. Amen. And all of a sudden turn your life around. Amen. And he starts doing things inside of you. So you can start to naturally start to change and start to do what he's called you to do. I'm able to love my wife better because of God. I'm able to love my children better because of God. My grandchildren better because of God. My neighbors, my, my friends and those that just get on my nerves. I can love them because of God. I don't need to get upset. I don't need to have a tantrum. I don't need to, to say what's going to happen. I, I trust God. Amen. I don't freak out. I'm calm and cool and collective. <laughs> Let me tell you, with God on my boat, I don't care how it rocks. I'm good. <laughs> I love him so much that he's going to take care of me. I'm going to love him even when I don't feel him, even when I don't see him. <laughs> Come on. I'm going to love, I'm going to love God. Why? Because he never leaves me nor forsakes me. Come on. If God be for me, nothing can come against me. There's a love there, church, that secures it. It's not just based on feelings. It's based by his actions and his word and his promises. He's a man of his word. And what he says he'll do for you and I, guess what? He'll do it. Amen. I don't need to feel it. I just know it's there. I know it's there. It's Because it, 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 he backs up by action. He don't just say words. He just doesn't say, I love you, and then that's all you hear. No, there's actions behind his words. He shows his love and proves his love for us. Rather than worrying about all that we should not do, we should be concentrated on the things that we ought to do. 
And that is to show love for our God and to show it to others. That's what we got to base it on, church. God, I'm going to love no matter what because you love me no matter what. we got to just love, church, and everything will fall into place. But can we truly love God? Hmm? Can we? Can you truly love God with all your heart, soul, mind? Come on. Is that even possible? <laughs> you think so? Can you really love him more than your spouse? Oh, yeah. There you go. Amen, sister. Yes. Hallelujah. That's an automatic. <laughs> Woo! Spouse, get out of the way. <laughs> Can you love him more than your kids? More than your mom. More than a ribeye steak. <laughs> Ooh, that's a fine line right there. No. Come on, really, can you love them more than your grandchildren? Come on, you love your children. But man, man, I got to love God more than you. I got to love them more than them. I can tell you right now, we can't. We can't, church. The Lord is always aware that, of that we are not capable, listen, not capable, capable to love such love like that. We can't love church like that. We, listen, we need to realize that when God makes this kind of demand on us, his intent is to meet the demand for us. And he has to be the source of our love. And when he becomes the source of our love, then and only then can we love like that. But without God, you can't. You can't even love him without him. <laughs> Does that make sense? You can't even love him without him. Come on, it becomes just words. It's just because I love God. There's a, people that, a lot of people that say I love God, but they don't show it by their, their displayed in their actions in the way they live their life. We need, he has to be the source of our love. Amen? 1 John chapter 4, 19 says, we love each other because he first loved us. We see here in this text, amen, that our love for God originates from God himself. And if his love is inside of us, church, if Jesus is truly on the inside, amen, then we can truly love on the outside, amen. It's just like that song, Jesus on the inside, working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life. You see, when the Holy Spirit starts to come inside of you, then he starts to work all those things inside of us, even in our minds and heart and everything, and then it's expressed on the outside. But he has to be the source. It's not just knowledge. It's not book knowledge. It has to be God himself. God is the source. He's the one. It originates from him. He, he is the one that does it inside of us, church. And I know that we're all a work in progress. Come on, somebody. Come on. Look at somebody. Say, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in work. No, no. We're all a work in progress. Amen. We just need to learn to love. 
Now, we can't use that work in progress, amen, as, as, a, as a way out, amen. We can't use it as an excuse, amen. Hey, you start telling your brother something, amen. I'll say, hey, you're supposed to love me, bro. Hey, I'm a work in progress. Come on, we can't use it as an excuse. The work in progress has to be used in grace. When that brother is struggling to be better, amen, and you know he's, but he's having a hard time, that's the work in progress that you got to show grace to. We're all a work in progress. Can somebody say amen? Come on, somebody say, God's still working on me. First John chapter 4, verse 20 and 21 says this. If someone says, I love God, but I hate a fellow believer, that person is a liar. For if we don't love the people that we can see, how can we love God whom we cannot see? And he has given us this command. There's that word again. To love those who love God must also love their fellow believers. Now turn to somebody and say, I love you and really mean I love you. Love her? Love me? I love you. Love you, bro. Love you. Love you, guys. Love you. Love you. Love you. We gotta love each other, church. <laughs> Yo te amo, Elida. Yo te amo. She, she can't even hear me. <laughs> she can't hear me right now. We got the we got the earaches on on layaway right now. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's on layaway. It's coming pretty soon. She'll hear it. But if we really love God, guys, we must love each other. And that's something that we got to learn together. But the, like I said, the more that you fall in love, he becomes the source of your love, then we're able to love each other, guys. We're not blinded by these things. And not, not that we're not human and we get hurt or things are said, but we, our love for God to, has to override all those things. I'm going to love you despite of. Come on. I'm going to love you despite of. I don't care what you say. Talk about me. I, I'm, I, that's not going to change my love for you. Amen. I may be hurt by it. I may be disappointed by it. But I will not stop loving you for it. We are called to love, church. See, it's easy to say we love when love doesn't cost you anything but just coming to church. Love has to be in action, not just showing up. Anyone can show up. It's what you do on the outside. So what you take home, you take it back to your houses. And men, you display it to your, your spouses, to your children. That is the love of God. It's inside of you. But the real test for our love for God, like I said, is in those actions towards one another and how we treat each other within our own families and within our own church. Let me end with this. We cannot truly love God while neglecting to love those who are created in his image. The question is, the question I started with, do you really love? And I can tell you right now, we all need some more help. We all need to learn how to love the way he does. Mom, let's all stand.